Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer down in Ice District. This is Oilers now at Rogers Place. In about 30 minutes' time, the new CEO of uh, the Oilers Entertainment Group of Hockey Operations, Jeff Jackson, will take the stage along with Ken Holland, uh, the vice president, GM of the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, they'll have a sit-down with the media for about 20 minutes, and then we'll try to bang off... Um, a couple quick uh, 1v1s as well. Uh, Blake from Airdrie has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. He says, Bob, the worst draft day decision so far was the Griffin-Reinhardt trade. Crazy to think the talent we would have had on the team if we just used the picks. was obvious at the time. It was a terrible move as 2015 was known as a very strong draft. Um may have made the cup finals if not for that trade. Well, it was a controversial trade. I originally thought it was only for the 16. Did not realize it was also for the 33. And uh, Griffin didn't want to grind. And if you want to play, you got to grind. And that's what it ultimately came down to. And I do think it's fair to say that it played a part in undermining the Oilers' success in uh, the season 17, 18, 18, and 19. All right, got to get something established here uh, as... Uh, Reed Wilkins is now going to join us. He, too, is our Oilers Now headliner for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Reed, what, the, the canned ham. Uh, no, first of all, the, the canned ham thing. I, when, how long has this been a thing for on your show? Well, me joking about canned hams probably ever, almost ever since I started hosting, so about a de- almost a decade. And then a few months ago, Andrew Murdoch, uh, and elite promotional Andrew Murdoch Murdoch is one of our bosses at the station teamed up uh, Dave Human from sales and elite promotional marketing and they said well we we, uh, we don't know if we can get actual canned hams but let's give out canned ham t-shirts and the the whole bit stems from my, a, a guy I was a fan of still am but when he was on it was David Letterman uh, used to make canned ham jokes so uh, my bit was when he retired we 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 got all his canned hams and we're storing them in, in the Ched warehouse okay and you were going to deliver them Yes, right, deliver right, them or, or, or by drone. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I used I to joke you, if someone made a funny text, yes. funny call, well, we'll get you a canned ham. So now we actually do have <laughs> canned ham shirts. Reed, I, I can honestly say I've heard you reference it a couple times over the years, but not often when you've been kind enough and we're stuck and couldn't get anybody any better. So you had me on for the tri- the, the quiz for Stoffer. Which is fun. Yes. I, I enjoy quiz for Stoffer. It's it's the only problem. Can you tell when I don't? He have got a, one with eight answers last week. 
Yeah, it's without crazy. a computer. Okay, I guess I technically you, you went eight for nine. I went eight for nine, but that was still pretty good. Two thousand yard rushers. You got them, you got them quicker than I thought. Two thousand yeah. yard rushers. Yeah. There's yeah. nine. No, in a, in NFL history, nine yeah. guys have rushed for two thousand okay. yards in a season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, uh, Reed, the floor is yours. What do you think today of the Oilers' announcement as uh, CEO of uh, Hockey Operations, Jeff? Jackson. Well, I, I think uh, I, three things for me come to mind. And when I first saw the release, I immediately thought, "Oh, that's Connor McDavid's agent. That's good." <laughs> I mean, there's obviously a personal connection there. We uh, we live in a, a city when with a fan base that has obviously over the years seen some very high profile players leave when they still had some good years left, or, or after having maybe one good year with the team. Um, so I, I mean, the three of us and, and, and Jack know, and everybody here. I, I don't know who you're talking about with that, by the way. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Uh, so... I, I think that now I, I know that maybe that's not an automatic, but I think that relationship is important. There's already, uh, I mean, I hear it, some nerves about, well, what's going to happen with Dreisaitl? What's going to happen with McDavid? Can they keep both? Will they, will they both want to be here? I mean, fans get nervous about that type of stuff. So I think the fact that Jeff Jackson is now a member of OEG, of the Oilers Hockey Operations side, I, I think that should hopefully make people feel I, I, I at least a little better. I guess you can never know till McDavid and Dreisaitl's names are on contracts for, for long term. Um, but that's uh, that's number one. The second thing, I, 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 does any other team have a CEO of Hockey Operations? I think... I think Teams have presidents of hockey operations. I, I I gave it a quick search. I don't know if anybody else specifically has a CEO of hockey operations. So that's kind of interesting that I, I would. I think the Oilers are the first NHL team to have someone with this specific title. I guess pe- other teams might have people who will will handle the same responsibilities. And then the third thing I thought of is that, uh, and I know Ken Holland's going to speak as well. So we'll see how they address this and and Holland's future, but. Jeff Jackson will probably have a pretty big job to hire Ken Holland's replacement. Yeah, most likely around a year from now. So, uh, and and I and I heard you reading some of the uh, some of the messages from listeners. Um, I think somebody called it a, a progressive move. Uh, I, I think that's a fair way to categorize it. You know, Jeff Jackson has done, and you've read his resume, a variety of different things, player, agent, manager, and now slides into this role. So he's, he's touched a lot of different parts of the game. He has a lot, he has a wide range of knowledge, a uh, range of connections with it, which is important. And, and you and I lived it, Bob, the, as we went through the decade of darkness. What, what did we hear all, all the time? The old boys club, old boys club, old boys club, recycling guys, recycling guys. I, I don't think anybody can look at this and say it's a, a recycled guy or a guy who's getting hired just because he once you know, played or coached for the Oilers 15 or 20 years ago. So th- those are so, some of the things that popped into my mind immediately. Yeah, well, I'd say, I mean, clearly it's a, I, I think most, it's generally been uh, a fairly positive day here in oil country. It's pretty difficult to, uh, you know, work around the fact that at the end of the day, the Edmonton Oilers have hired Connor McDavid's agent to shepherd the organization right. carrying forward. 
Uh, Logan has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, and we're talking about, a bit about first round picks, and because things happen for different reasons in in the world, we know that. I didn't like the Taylor Hall pick personally. Hall's reckless on the ice and lucky to still be playing. Uh, Tyler Sagan had the size and longevity compared to Taylor Hall, but on the flip side, if you choose Tyler, we may not have had two of the best players in the world. That one comes to us from Logan, so he's saying that Taylor Hall played a factor in the orders getting McDavid and dry sidle um bob uh can you explain the hierarchy right now that one comes to us from richard did somebody get hi- uh, fired so uh, jeff jackson is the ceo of hockey operations the president gm is ken holland bob nicholson is an advisor in an advisory role so too is paul coffee uh there's your and then you've got your various director of player personnel and amateur scouting is Tyler Wright and director of pro scouting is Brad Holland and Keith Gretzky is the assistant general manager that runs Bakersfield and Bill Scott is the assistant general manager that does a lot of the contract stuff uh, as well uh, this text comes in. Jeff Jackson's a nice acquisition. He needs to go after Sean Horkoff and bring him in as soon as possible to groom him to take over from Ken Holland. Sean Horkoff is currently the assistant GM of the Detroit Red Wings. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could see. I don't know if I see that one happening on Hork, who, by the way, is a very smart guy. Uh, Bob, I won a can ham on Inside Sports in 2019 when I act, uh, accurately predicted the final of the. Uh, 2019 Grey Cup game. I never did receive it, but it was a thrill to win something. Yeah, we'll try to get you the shirt. Send me an email, inside sports at 630chad.com. We'll get you the shirt. There we go. Uh, Bob, great bit, boys, on canned ham. That one comes to us from Northside Adam. See, I, I, this, this is a good bit. I love it. I'm sorry, Bob, that this is uh, der- derailing Oilers now. Right. It's, it's, I always love the canned ham. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, this text comes in saying, Bob, where is Steve Stales at this time? Where he was in camp for the development camp. Uh, he's, he's in development, but I think we have to be pragmatic here. The man that he was partners with with the Hamilton Bulldogs at some time in late August or early September, Michael Landlauer is expected to take over the Ottawa Senators. It would not surprise me at that stage if we see Steve Stales uh, ultimately with Ottawa. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Um, hmm. Okay, this one looks pretty good. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, Haji has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, is the time change at your request for the quality of life, or is it a programming change to challenge for the drive home market? Your own, uh, you own this time slot, and it's a lunchtime routine for myself and many of my friends who also listen. Uh, listen. Has research been completed with listeners to support the time change? I know I won't be able to listen live nearly as often. I think Jeff Jackson's first move should be to rename Oiters Now, Oiters Lunch, and return the slime, the time slot uh, to where God intended it to be between noon to two on uh, 
Six thirty, Chad. That one says from Haji. Haji's on fire. Today. Haji's oh. having a good day. He's he's bringing it. Uh, uh, hey, uh, I I have bosses too. That answers your question as to whether or not uh, I had anything to do with the, the time change on the show. I I go where they tell me to go, and at one point they're going to tell me to go. You know where? So there we go. <laughs> Uh, ask Reed if he thinks uh, you should make references to quarterbacks, as I'm afraid the newer generation wouldn't recognize that it, the Edmonton area has not seen a good one in a very long time. Well, wasn't Mike Riley a good quarterback? He was excellent. Yeah. He won a yeah. great cup, and he won most outstanding player. But, yes, the the, the double E have not been strong at that position uh, for most of the last, I guess, 12 years since Ray was traded to the Argos. Yeah, well, I mean, but after Ray was traded to the Argos, uh, Riley was here and he was a good QB. Well, there was a bit of a gap, right, because they had they went with Giles, uh, Kerry Joseph started I, I, some games, Nichols started some for, games, for and the re- eventually Riley came I'll, for 2013. I'll, I'll state this for the record at 144 on a Thursday, I don't think the Edmonton Elks are done making news this week. Just, just you know, I wonder whether or not we might see a little bit of movement here at some point, maybe Friday, maybe on the weekend. Um, and you know, I was a spoiled Edmontonian. Cam, you and me are roughly of the same yeah. vintage. Uh, remarkably, you've kept your weight off, but you lost your hair. I'll take that trade. I can always lose weight. This I control. Right, right. I can control right. the uh, weight. But, but the reality of the situation is when you grow up watching Tom Wilkinson and Bruce Limmerman, and then you progress to Warren Moon, who I think was the best player that ever played in the Canadian Football League. I mean, he's in the CFL and the NFL Pro Football Hall of Fame. Kind of tells you a little bit right there. And then you go from uh, Warren Moon to Matt Dunnigan, Damon Allen, and Trace Ham all at the same time in the organization. I mean, taking away that one year that Kerwin Bell was here and possibly David Archer. Archer yeah, yes. late 90s. John's- Brian Kelly was on my show. Sorry, Bob, just quickly. Brian Kelly was on my show a couple weeks ago. He said he never caught a pass in a game from a quarterback who didn't wind up in the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. That's pretty good. That's oh, a pretty my. good run. Yeah. That's, that's well, some amazing. of them would have been younger guys, yep, still sure. not at their height yet, but coming up. Yeah, you know, so I young mean, Dunnigan, I mean, young Allen. Yeah, but one of the things that's worked against the CFL rate over the last few years, uh, look, they didn't play for an entire year. There's two spring leads in the states. Mm-hmm. They put a salary cap in place on on the players, which is collectively bargained with the CBA. I was surprised that they were actually able to enforce a salary cap on management because there's no CBA in, in place for right. that. That's that's an intriguing some. Might I'd say that's a version of collusion on behalf of the Canadian Football League. Uh, but at the end of the day, they don't get the, the same quality of quarterbacks here because yeah. they're not paying for that position. So what they should do, Reed, is they should should make a quarterback exempt league uh, for the CBA. And you simply are, if you've got the wherewithal, you pay more for quarterbacks and then you're getting better quarterbacks coming out of the states that are playing in the Canadian Football League because we got spoiled back. We got, now, the other thing is, the NFL is way more open to African American quarterbacks. They weren't like that in the late, you know. Conrad Holloway was the first black quarterback in SEC football history, right at Tennessee in the mid 1970s, and Lamar Jackson, 20 years ago, would have started in the Canadian Football League, and you know now yeah. now he's a star in the National Football. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so, I mean you make a lot of good points. I mean, rare when even, that happens. Even the, the, there's there are a lot of things. I mean, even the NFL going from 28 to 32. 
Oh, that which I know happened it. a while ago. There's 12 sure. quarterbacks right there. And now Bob mentioned yeah, the other leagues. leagues. Yeah. And also, I, I think you make a good point about quarterback, Bob. You, you have, you know, a bad or a star quarterback can make up for a lot of other deficiencies and can create excitement and actually score some points. Um, yes. But it's other positions too. I mean, the Elks, you mentioned, but other changes. The Elks don't have a good offensive line. And I think now the attention, okay, they changed a couple things, OC and quarterback. Hopefully those help. But now you're still saying, okay, well, they haven't had a good running game. That's not on the quarterback and as much on the offensive coordinator because he has called runs, right? So uh, I, I do, it kind of trickles down, I think, at every position. Uh, well, uh, this text comes in, Reed, uh, do I not even get a canned ham t-shirt for bringing this up on Bob's show? Because uh, it's, it's absolutely dominating the conversation and it's just showing how much better, Reed, your show must be than Bob's because the canned ham t-shirt is taking things over. Can I get one or what? No, just for sending that text. Uh, Thank you, Bob. It's bad enough that my daughter. Yeah, I do have a bit of a rule that if you ask for one, you're less likely to to get one. Who is that from? Was that Haji again? No, no, it was not Haji. Um, Haji's having a day. Haji's having a day, yes. And, you know, it's bad (laughs) enough that I'm getting it from the texters at the superior talent caliber of your show. Because I usually hear that. They're just bugging you, Bob. No, no, I like picking on you sometimes. Yeah. you know, I usually hear that from Tori on a daily basis that she often refers to me as the worst sportscaster the city's ever had. Roadhammer. Now, Roadhammer okay. is a handle that I can appreciate. I like that Roadhammer. Uh, uh, Tom Gazzola times was the Roadhammer back in the day. What the heck? I hear all these people getting canned hams, and I'm the champ, and I've never yes, even gotten to taste it a little bit. Okay, oh, yeah, Road we'll get Road, Roadhammer is the uh, uh, heavyweight champ of the uh, Sylvan Lake Alliance of Wrestling, the Slaw, right, the slaw. which Kellen Kennedy I, and I have that's founded. That's right. Yeah, the Slaws. Okay. Who's internet? We got an Intercontinental champ too. There's Roadhammer and yeah, you did. You had, oh, you had a couple. Now. Yeah, but Roadhammer is the champ. Roadhammer, yeah. right in tonight, and we'll get you a shirt. We're gonna run out of shirts just from it. this conversation on Bob's show. It. I'm really sorry, Bob. This shouldn't be happening. <laughs> Still, oh, kind of funny. Now Northside Adams saying, "Hey, Bobby, don't get me wrong here. If you had a T-shirt, I'd wear yours. But can ham is can ham." That's true. There's no other way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Northside Adam has a uh, good point there. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. It's 150 in Edmonton. We'll probably come back at about 152, 153. We've got this day in NHL history coming up, and then we're going to uh, blow out the two o'clock news update. At which time uh, we'll uh, take you to. Uh, today's live proceedings with the the new um, CEO of uh, hockey operations for the Edmonton Oilers, Jeff Jackson, and the present general manager of the Oilers, Ken Holland. You're listening to Oilers Now, live on location in the Hall of Fame room where guys like Cam, Reed, and myself have to pay to get in. This is Oilers Now. (laughs)